See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And yes, sir Now that I know the... Now, I know the, now right you're now. the real Don Steele. Yes, I'm the real Don Steele. All right, this is Slow Robot Go-Go. Big show number 48. And you'll notice I say that because every show is a big show filled... Fun-filled... Adventure. Action-packed, fun Action-packed, yes. You name it, we got this it. This one is action-packed, filled with insane, insane vi- and a, vampires. And extremely, an extremely happy ending. Yeah, sure. And this is a movie that shows you how wonderful humanity is. I love this movie. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> all right, so anyway, before we get into all of that, I'm Mao. Please listen to us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That's the official website with all the shenanigans please uh click the link on in the notes to join our facebook group uh that's where i put like a lot of teasers sometimes we have polls up it's a good thing to join that otherwise we're sad and lonely and uh all as as always you can also go and uh listen to slow robot go go on itunes Sto- soon we're going to be on stitcher as well uh so once i get the rss feed automatic yes oh potomatic Yes, you're right. We are on wow. Podomatic. We're on right Podomatic. Now. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher is for like Androids, and then yeah. and then uh, iTunes is for the Mac folk. So, yay for all of that! Please give us reviews. Please tell your friends. We're trying to get the word out, but as always with podcasting, it's a slow trodden. You know, unless yes. you're like some kind of a celebrity, it's it's tough going. Um, I went on to a movie website. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That I'm, I've been a current member. I've been a member of their forums for a long time, so I was like, well, you know, now that the show's rolling real nice, I'll put it out there. Um, let you know, let get some exposure. Yeah, four people read that note, uh, read that thread. If I would have put something <laughs> like, you know, big titties or something yeah, like that, right. and everyone would have gone on it. But there was four views. I'm like, wow, thanks for the pop. Yeah. This is a really exciting uh, website. Thanks. There. Yeah, r- thanks, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, yay for that effort. Um, and you can also hear other shenanigans uh, by me at our my long-running podcast called BunchOfDorks.com, where basically for an hour you listen to three old middle-aged white guys talking stupid. If that sounds fun to you, go do that thing. And if and it doesn't, go kill yourself. <laughs> Well, disclaimer, do not kill yourself. Okay, so, and who is with me today? The ever-cheerful and lovely and wonderful... With a black heart and a soul to match. Dr. Morpheus from From Parts Unknown. Unknown. That woke you up. That cheerful little diatribe there. Oh, that was awesome. That was like, my eyes, there was a little gleam in my eyes. I was like, yay! See, it's just, I watched this this movie this morning, and it just got me in a really happy, uplifting mood. Boy, yeah. That, okay. Uh, what, do you have anything other online concerns that you would like to pimp out at this? <laughs> yeah, I'm really thing? concerned about online, man. It's getting to be a real drag lately. <laughs> yeah, need to fix people, it up a little bit. Online has taught me people suck. Yeah. Every. Uh, every I am also on Slow Robot Go Go. No, where I am on Slow Robot Go Go. Now, right now, you're on Slow Robot Go Go. Two Dimension Podcast, a comic book podcast with no direction where we review comics and do all sorts of goofy things. That is the other podcast that I am on. Nice. Yeah, I need some Theraflu too, or at least some NyQuil to make it, you know, chill me out a little bit. You might notice I'm trying my best to shield my coughing from the... Mike, but yes. But you do have a shield on uh, front of the mic. Well, that's so. a that's a pop guard. Okay. I'm trying to like lean back as far as I can and gently cough, and you know how that always works. Great Yay. for everyone involved. Yay. Um, yes, I. The last couple of days I've had a sinus infection, so yay for phlegm. Um, today we will be doing our top ten movie soundtrack lists. Uh, and or movie themes. Whichever. Movie themes, yeah. And then um, then we will follow up. We're only going to do one movie this week. But boy, is it a good movie! But we're gonna do it. Yes, we're gonna so, do it till we're satisfied. I'm gonna drop in a unrelated trailer, and then we'll be right back. Well, wait, no. First, we always do our uh, other thing. What did you yeah. watch? What did you watch this week? 
Dr. Morbius? Well, more so than I watched, I bought, so... Uh, oh, well, okay, we'll do the same thing then. What did yeah, you buy? I bought, but not watched, so maybe I will... I think I will watch one of these this week, but the other one I just bought, and I'll get around to buying it, uh, watching it at some point. It's kind of like a... It's kind of a tough thing, because you see all this stuff, it's eye candy, and you want to buy it, and then, like, one day you get around to watching it so therefore I use this show as a reason to watch my movies do, do you know how many sealed DVDs and Blu-ray I have in that big closet millions I have I have a like a closet that I converted to uh to hold DVDs so it has like a U-shaped shelf uh, I think like eight eight shelves yeah yeah at least and it's it's full it's overflowing already and there is so many that are bought yep. that I haven't watched yet I always kind of thought to myself I should watch every movie in there then start buying again, but that would take me a lifetime. Like, well, I have more movies than I can watch probably in a lifetime. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to try to watch all my movies <sighs> in, in this lifetime or the next. I, I always figured I'd be on long-term disability with all the dumb shit I used to do, <laughs> and it never happened. Like, I figured, like, you I was, survived. Kind of, I was like a, a squirrel, like, you know, putting the nuts away for the winter, and, and my winter never came. So, uh, yet. So Anyway, <laughs> yes. anyway, uh, what did I buy? <laughs> well, I bought a uh, double feature. Um, DVD, not Blu-ray. I'm still buying DVDs, even though I have a Blu-ray player, but this was only released on DVD, as far as I know. Two movies, therefore being a double feature. Yes. The Hearse, which is some early 1980s movie with, uh, I think, Trish Vanderveer's in it, but the one that I really bought it for was Blood of Dracula's Castle, which is a late 60s uh, cheesy vampire, borderline vampire thing. Was it Italian? No, no, it's an American oh, oh. movie, but it's one of these movies where it was released theatrically one way, but when they went to put it for TV, they added footage, and they added a werewolf footage in the TV, ver- TV version that's not in the in the, in the the theatrical version. Like, so, yeah. so the only version that was been available so far without being a bootleg was the theatrical. So now they released it. They released the TV. They're claiming that it's a brand-new print beautiful so we'll see they haven't opened it yet so we'll see when i watch it but it's kind of cool that they actually released the werewolf version of it because it's it's it makes it even stupider than it was before this is (laughs) this is a versus movie which will be used as a versus movie at some point yeah this is money in the bank for dr morbius from parts unknown there's a couple of movies that were recommended to me as versus movies that i might be using but uh, one of them in their stipulation that i probably would lose because just this movie is so horrible but the problem with it is it also has a lot of naked ladies in it, so it's probably a loser. Yeah. It's called Click the Calendar Girl Murders, and it's supposedly from the 90s, it's really, really horrible. So I may, wa- I may, br- you might, I may use you'll, it. You'll probably throw that in knowing that you're not going to win. Yeah. But to, just to, like, brighten your mood. A sacrificial you know. lamb, so to speak, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because there are movies that I know <laughs> that I could win off of, but I don't even want to watch them. Okay, yeah. they're that depressing and bad. That I don't even want to watch them because I know there's a lot of bad movies that are cheesy fun. Yeah. But there's a specific director called Andy Milligan who made cr- really crappy movies, but they're also very depressing too. So oh. I don't want to get the I don't want to get the double hit, you know. So yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Feel bad and you, you know. Yeah, and feel for all of us to lose, feel bad. Lose two hours of your life and terrible. And you lose two hours yeah. of your life. So, so what what else did you buy or watch or anything? I I got another movie called well. It, it, I don't know why they retitled this. I think I know why, but I don't know. The titling on DVD is called I Spit on Your Corpse. Okay, But it really is an, uh, an older Al Adamson movie called Girls for Rent, which is like some action, you know, women on the fugitive women kind of thing. Uh, uh, starring... Uh, the, I the, Spit on Your Corpse? I Spit on Your Corpse. Well, remember the movie called... I, I Spit on Your Grave. I Spit yeah. on Your Grave. I guess they were trying to like do a knockoff on it or whatever. This is just some action TNA movie, but Weird. it's got... It's got the not good-looking porno actress Georgina Spelvin in it. So she's the lead actress in it from The Devil and Miss Jones. It's an Al Adamson movie. I love Al Adamson. I think both of these have relations to Al Adamson. So. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I got that. Again, I haven't watched it, but I will do so in the near future, as nice. they say. As far as watching movies, I just watch Star Movie. That's it. That's it? Nothing wow. else. Boy, por- porn actors generally are really bad. When they go into like an actual movie... Yeah. Like, they stick out for being, like, terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, just go back to what you were doing. I, I, I don't mean to be mean, but, you know, yeah. it's... 
Well, some of them can't because Tracy uh, Lords couldn't because she like destroyed the industry. Well, she didn't uh, destroy the industry, but by her shenanigans as being underage, well, she like she got a lot of people in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She so she went on and did somewhat of a somewhat of a career. She acted in. She still does TV yeah. and stuff like. I think I think she actually did a Princess of Mars movie. Like yeah, she did. I watched it. Yeah, I have it on my on my Netflix queue. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, Crazy. they don't do good. So let me think. I gotta try and see if I can summon the powers of my pea brain. I watched one called um, Project Moonbase. That's an old one, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is it uh, British? No, no, oh, it's, okay. it's it's a I think American. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Oh, the slime people! I watched the slime oh, people. Oh, dude, the slime people! That's that movie very, rules, that's man. That's funny. It's, it has some similarities to this one, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Not, not, you know, not completely, but. Oh, we need to do that for the show. That's a good yeah, one. Slime people is pretty funny. Uh, then I slime watched. Slime people uh, in the crawling hand, the yeah. same era. And I watched some modern movies. I watched the new uh, Sherlock Holmes. Not yeah, the la- the latest Sherlock Holmes movie. I don't even know the name of it. It was okay. Those are the super actiony. Robert Downey Jr. version of the Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that Holmes. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was okay. You know, they're always like enough eye candy to keep your brain, you know, functioning. It, Je- did you ever see the Sherlock Holmes where he like uh, <laughs> where he shoots uh, cocaine? No. It's called the Seven Percent Solution. Yeah, apparently, in some of the books, there's reference to him doing dope. Yeah, and he's yeah. doping it up in that one. So nice. you might want to check that out. Yeah, I might want to check that out. That sounds good. I also watched a very good movie, very good movie called uh, Real Steel. It's the robot fighting thing with uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, is that good? The Rock it, of Sockham Robots it's movie? It's a very good movie. But one of the funniest things, and if you didn't watch it, okay, there's a spoiler alert. They might as well have taken... I, I said I, I was watching it with some people, and I said, I think at some point they tore their script out and just put the end of Rocky. Like, they uh, just literally like put Rocky in, in like the, the script. That literally, they just crossed out the names and put Robot 1, Robot 2, and, you know... It was exactly the same as the end of Rocky One, <laughs> and it had the crowd turn in it from Rocky Four, where everyone was cheering for the champ, and then all of a sudden they switched and they were cheering for Adam, Adam, just like Rocky. I was waiting for him to do that speech. If uh, if we can get along, and you can get along, like we can all get along, you know. <laughs> oh, they didn't do that, but it was it was exactly like Rocky for the end fight. I'm like, wow. Even well, the, even the part where the big robot throws him back into the corner and continues oh hammering on him, like it was exactly shot for shot like Rocky. I'm like, holy shit! Okay. Went into the montage after round one. I mean, it was crazy, but it was good. It was still a good movie. A little bit too much schmaltzy um, for me with, with the kid relationship and the oh the kid. But yeah. that, it, by my own admission, they have to have that. There's not many people like me that will sit there and just watch two hours of robots beating each other up with no story arc, you know, just just action or just kung fu or whatever. Most people want that emotional tie or something like that, you know, because otherwise it's just some jerk with a robot. Yeah, you know, right. You know, and yeah. and no one, you know, no one really cares about that. That's why they build in the love triangles and all this other stuff. But overall, it was a very good movie. Uh, I I I actually might buy it. Um, Cause it's kind of cool, you know. All right, it's some good you stuff. See it on uh, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix Blu-ray. Uh, <clears throat> I think I I got it sent to me and. Uh, oh, you you get Netflix in the mail. I didn't yep, know I did. That. I upped it. I was I was. See, on, I, I I downed it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I was on the one 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 a week time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, enough of this bullshit. So I popped it up to the Blu-ray three. Damn! So now I, now you were living large. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm rich. You're living the dream, man. <laughs> yeah, I have 500 movies in my queue, 10,000 movies in my house, and three coming in the mail every day. And about 8,000 <laughs> vinyl albums, too. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, yeah, I did. I'll tell this on air because I'm so proud of it. I got the the RZA, um, Men with the Iron Fist, like, press pass, or, or press package for the Man with the Iron Fist. That's a new Kung Fu movie that just came out. Uh, I got it on vinyl. So I have the soundtrack. It's two LPs. With the uh, die cut uh, co- covers, it had it came with a 45, and it also came with a big movie poster. So nice! I was really jacked about that. That was awesome. You know, I I kind of like the Wu Tang and RZA sound. I didn't like them in. <clears throat> he was in Kill Bill soundtrack. RZA. Yeah, and when I was, that's the connection. That's how they got. This oh, whole thing okay. Because if anyone sees it, says Quentin Tarantino presents, they have to throw a name on it to say, please go see this. You know. 
Um, on on the the Kill Bill soundtrack, that was the one song that I, that I actually stopped and was like, did somebody like just insert their own song? It sounded so out of place. I stopped it and went back because at that time I had a, a burned copy. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, thought yeah. someone put their own shitty rap in there. I don't hate rap. It's just they put their own like they put their own song in there. I'm like, is this this can't be the right thing? And then I got the album. I got vinyl album Kill Bill soundtrack. Yeah. And it was on there. I was like, I'll be damned. That that is actually this song. You know, it's just kind of odd and out of place when the rest of it is very like it flows really nice and then it, it jarringly punches you in the face with this weird rap and then it goes right back to the the mm. rest of the soundtrack. So, but intriguing. Yeah. Yes, intriguing minds want to know. So now we're going to go to a trailer, and then we're going to go to our top ten uh, thing with music and sound and that stuff. <laughs> now here's something we hope you'll really like. Take someone you can hold tight. The rats are coming. <laughs> They haven't eaten yet, you know. What are you talking about? The rats. They haven't eaten since I bought you some. And I should think they would be very hungry by now. They eat almost everything. The man-eating killer rats are back. More gruesome, more terrifying than ever before. But they are not alone. The werewolves are here, too. Evil depraved, blood-sucking werewolves that will scare the pants right off you. You must take her to see. The rats are coming. The werewolves are here. All right. And that was, of course, The Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here by... Andy uh, Milligan, the, uh, the, the filmmaker that I won't even <laughs> review. <laughs> so depressing, so low budget, so... Horrible that I can't even. He was like his a movies. cousin to the guy who started Joy Division or something, you know. Oh <laughs> God, Ian Curtis. Now that was now they were good. Andy Milligan stinks, but they were good. Now I know there's a lot of Andy Milligan fans out there, so if I offended you, too bad. Really? Oh God, yeah. He has like. A, oh, they even like wrote a, a book about him. He's, oh. Yeah, the, actually, the guy who wrote a book about him, Jamie McDonough, also wrote a book about Neil Young. So he's kind of like a a decent author, and he oh. actually did a. Yeah, Milligan's got a weird story, man. Look, if you want to look him up on Wikipedia, it's like, very strange dude. Very, like, hateful. His movies are all hate. Yeah. Very hateful. Hateful of the church. Hateful of, like... I might like him. Hateful of women. Hateful yeah. of, like, a lot of things. He wasn't a nice guy, but he made a good a chunk of movies. Yeah. And, and they're all... They all suck. I, you know, I like the Russ Meyer movies. <laughs> Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. That's a different breed, <laughs> yeah. though. <laughs> so, on to bigger and better things, as promised by Rocky and Bullwinkle. Something you'll really like. Now we're going to do our top ten movie soundtracks. Do you want to go first, or is it my no, turn? No, you go first. Uh, my first? Okay. All right, so, in my top ten, uh, the first one, of course, is an honorable mention. I put in Easy Rider. Oh, um, I missed that one. That's a great that's one. That's a good, uh, yeah, like really good songs. Yeah, really yeah. Uh, contributed. Six, four, nine, Ballad of Easy Rider, yeah. all that stuff. They, they yeah. really contributed to the overall movie, the feel of the movie, the, the, the spirit of the movie, I guess. Yeah, that's a great one. All right, and as usual, I'm going t uh, 10 to 1, 1 being the best, 10 being the just made the list. Number 10 is Goldfinger. Yeah, that's uh, on my 007 list, too. Goldfinger. So, yes, yeah, they were a lot. All to be honest, They're all most great. every one of the Bond uh, soundtracks is really good. I almost changed that to Thunderball. That's Tom Jones singing that. Yeah, one. but uh, when I thought more about it, because I have a lot of them on vinyl, and um, <clears throat> when I listened to them, that one kind of Goldfinger stuck out a little bit more as oh yeah, you know, real solid soundtrack. Yeah, Shirley Bassey. Now then, number nine, Hero, the Jet Li epic, the 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 okay. the story that kind of tells the same situation from three different perspectives much like the uh it was it hidden not hidden fortress um Rashomon yeah Rashomon it's okay. the same same premise uh dialed up for some reason that soundtrack I even bought it on CD I listen to it in my car sometimes it really 
kind of wells up emotions in me. You know, there's some some parts that you have emotions. I try to kill them with alcohol, but every now and then they sneak out. You okay, know. so so the, the so you know you're not that dead inside. You're you're mostly dead inside. Every once in yeah. a while. Every now and then there's a little like the meter will tick to one. Okay, you know, all so. right, okay. All right, then number eight, Beavis and Butthead do America. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very a uh, very that's a kind of a soundtrack that uses. Uh, Rob Zombie, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like very, like they just—it's a collage of really, yeah, really yeah. rough rock and music. Very good music. Um, number seven, Repo Man, which is a punk yep, homage yeah, yeah, uh, from yeah. my youth. That's a—that's kind of a polarizing um, movie, and that people that watch it now don't get it. Um, at the time when it came out, and the time in my life when that was—I was in the punk scene in the mid 80s that came out I was like yeah you know it spoke to me it was a good movie so the soundtrack is great too <clears throat> who's on the soundtrack by the way oh crap was the plasmatics on that or somebody th- like that or uh... I'm trying to think Circle Jerks were on Circle it Circle Jerks yeah uh, I think 7 Seconds Black like Flag lot, yeah Black Flag I think okay. a lot of that stuff alright <laughs> there's one scene where the Circle Jerks are doing a uh, they're in this place and they're doing like a lounge act Oh, great. And it's like, and they're like, you all got to duck when the shit hits the fan. And they were like saying shoo-doo-wop-wop and all that stuff. Like, it was uh, really, okay. it was funny. If you know who they are in the background, you're like, what? It's just great, you know, making fun of everything. Number six, Shaft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. forgot about that one. You better shut your mouth. Shut Number, your mouth. Yeah. I was just talking about Shaft. Yeah. Um, the next one, number Isaac five. Hayes. Yeah. Number five is Godzilla. Yeah, Akira Tifakube. Yep, I have I have um, the first Godzilla soundtrack complete, and then I have two CDs that are like kind of a, I don't want to say a mashup, but uh, all the top ones from all the Godzilla. Yeah, that he like did. the greatest hits. Or yeah, something. and uh, there's two ones like uh, from '64 to or from '59 to '64, and then '64 to, to whatever. whatever so 70 very whatever. very solid, uh, good good soundtrack. <clears throat> Number four, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Pulp Fiction is one of those that made really stood out as wow. Um it was it was a great soundtrack in that the music was great and also the interplay in the movie like when it came up it swelled like so perfectly with the with the the action and meshed so good with it. It was uh perfect, you know. Actually, I have two of uh Tarantino's on here. The next one, uh number 3 is South Park the movie. Oh god. Which was one of the funniest soundtracks I've ever heard in my life and I know every song and I can sing them and they're just out of control. Wow. South Park, have you ever heard seen that or heard it? I've seen No, I didn't see the movie. I actually prefer that one, the puppet one. That's just wrong. Oh, Team America. Oh, oh my god. I America. Have... Fuck yeah. That was <laughs> well, a great theme song. That was a great theme song, but the South Park soundtrack is off the charts. Oh, it, yeah. it is just crazy and vulgar and hilarious, and you can't believe you're watching it. <clears throat> Number two, Kill Bill. I love this movie. I love the soundtrack. Um, that's even though, even though it's cribbed from everything in the even world. Even though that first scene in the in that, <laughs> the first scene in our movie today was taken. Yes. And used in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yes, in it the, was. In the bride on in when she's on the airplane. When the bride's on the airplane and you see that orange sky, that is cribbed from, from the movie that we are doing today. Yep. Hint, did he hint, hint. Yep. So, and then number one, the one, the yeah, only, uh-huh, yeah. the greatest of the great. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. good, the bad. And the ugly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leone, yeah. Yeah. What can I say? That that movie, that soundtrack, that everything. That it, w- it, it wouldn't have been as good of a movie without that soundtrack. No, and vice versa. And yeah. like uh-huh. you, when you're watching it, you're like, yep. oh, uh-huh. I, like I, perfect. I have, I, have goose, I have goosebumps now just thinking of it. But yeah. I, I mean, I'm yeah. not even kidding. Like when you watch that movie and you're just like, wow. The long sweeping shots and the, the the music is just unbelievable. I mean, all three of the Leones yeah have a similar theme, but he perfected it on this one. I could have, you could have. Uh, Once upon a time in the West is another one that I yeah I almost put on the list, and I'm like, eh, go for the you know. This these, is are the top 10, cor- these are a little these are a little quirkier though, with all the weird effects and the yeah you know the the. Those those singers singing whatever they're singing, and all of a sudden the guitar uh, and the, uh, the, the unnerving like rattle every now yeah. and then, that, like you know when yeah. blonde the blonde shows up. Yeah, blondie, you know, blondie. 
That's uh, it's 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 just great from start to finish. I, I can't I can't say enough good about that movie. Yeah, you know, it's my favorite one too. Yeah. So that was my top ten, and I'm sure that there's so many I missed, but that's the ones I'm gonna go with. Now, uh, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Now I get to look at my top ten list like really small, <laughs> but yes. I if I remember correctly, uh, okay. Well, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Let's just go with that one because right. it is my favorite one. I love all the Leone movies, but this, again, like I said before, this is the one that clinched it for me. I mean, you just hear that little theme song and you know exactly what movie it is. You know, yeah. It's just like the perfect you fit. Can, you can name that movie in three notes. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, what do I got there? Oh, yeah, The Exorcist, Tubular Bells. Originally... Tubular Bells was a Mike Oldfield album, which was the first album ever released by Virgin Records. That was that's the one that started it all off. That's the that's what started Richard Branson's you know empire or whatever. That was taken and used for the movie The Exorcist, and it's such a creepy like theme that it fit perfectly. The original thing is like a suite. It's like a 20 minute suite. I I, I have a, a I have a clip of them, him and other prog rock musicians from the 70s recording it live on the BBC. Great stuff. Nice. Great stuff, yeah. Uh, let's see what else I got here. I'm looking far away. But yeah, okay, I'm going to do Goldfinger, but I'm going to slash and do You Only Live Twice. Nice. Because Goldfinger <laughs> would be the one that I remember the most. And it, and and You Only Live Twice is a great theme song by uh, Nancy Sinatra, one of my 60s favorites. Yeah, or one I, of my all-time favorites. I'm still laboring over pointing up the 150 for that block. That Blu-ray box set for that. Yeah, I would think about it. I would. It's Christmas coming up, you know, so oh, maybe God. you know, might make a nice gift for yeah. under the tree or whatever. Oh, but yeah, but th- the thing about it is, okay, you get the good and the bad, the other good, but theme. But when that Bond guitar hits, dun 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 dun. I mean, yeah, that's, it's that's like the same the thing first, happens to me. You know, I go like, oh my God. It's one of the first songs I learned to play on my guitar. Oh God, <laughs> that is such a great riff. Yeah. Okay. One of the greatest riffs of all time. Two Beatles in a row. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help and a Hard Day's Night. Um, Yeah, the Beatles. What can you say? My favorite all-time band. The the versions, uh, the British versions of these are better in the sense that the albums don't have like a side two instrumental. They're all songs. And I mean, all great songs. <laughs> people, people think, oh, this is like still the early Beatles. No, no, they, they got a lot better after during this era. Their songs became a little more sophisticated. There was a lot more going on, and these two are definitely like... What Now, what do you think about Magical Mystery Tour? Because I love that song. Well, you know, that, Magical that Mystery soundtrack. Tour was kind of a weird thing, because it was released as an EP, a five-track EP in Britain. That was the original release, but when wow. they... But when they put it out in America, they took a bunch of singles yeah. and made it into a full-length album. That is a great one too. I forgot about that one. That is a great one too. That's a, that. My friend had that. Uh, he bought that CD when we were in college, and when I listened to it, I was like, "Man, this is really good." That's, oh, like, yeah. that's almost one of my favorite. Uh, some pe- some people that we know actually like the Magical Mystery Tour album better than Sgt. Pepper's, just because oh, it it has it has merit. It's a good. Oh no, it's it's you know. it's not. It's not if if Peppers is a one A, this is a one B or whatever. You know, it's right yeah. there. You know, the only thing about it is it was never really, it was really only an EP. So the yeah. rest, of, so yeah. side two is all like kind of thrown together. You know, a B sides yeah. and you know, uh, all you need is love, which was that live broadcast or yeah. whatever. So, but I mean, the the two help and you know, hard days night. I mean, you can't go wrong with these two things. And the two movies are a lot of fun too. So, yeah, I mean, very cool. Let's see what else I got. There. Oh God, yes, <laughs> the Vampiros, Lesbos, psychedelic, whatever they call it. This is some strange ass music, dude. Okay? Really? This is like early '70s, kind of like acid rock, mm. funk, with a lot of messed up sitars going on. A specific song on there called "The Lion and the Cucumber." Very <laughs> strange stuff. You, know, you never heard it, right? I'll no, have to make no. you. I'll have to listen. I'll have to like listen to it. This is a very yeah, I was, strange record from a very strange movie. I was kind of bummed out because I my list I didn't have anything like shagarific from the '60s on oh, my yeah, list, yeah, and yeah. and that was like I was trying to think of stuff like I was like. What about you know the, the Fantastic Voyage? I was like that doesn't yeah. you know what I mean like something yeah. my list really missed like some decades in there you know yeah and uh, and that like I don't have anything like super well e- e- even more shaggeristic than this would be the Casino Royale soundtrack with yeah. uh, 
with like by Burt Bacharach with like the look of love. I mean, any soundtrack that has a song the look of love on it is number one in my <laughs> book. And the, and the theme song to Casino Royale, I think uh, I think uh, Herb Alpert is involved in it too. I'm yeah, not sure if yeah. he's like the writer of that one, but a really cool cool soundtrack. And you know, Burt Bacharach is right up there with, yeah. as far as I'm concerned in the uh, in uh, in, in music wise. I, I got you got to put in the. Uh, the Pink Panther, you right. know, you know, that's another one. That, that, no, no, that's a different one. That, 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 The other one I was just doing was the Odd Couple, <laughs> but Mancini was the killer. With between that and the Pink, between the Pink Panther, Peter Gunn, and all that stuff. Yeah, Peter one of Gunn. the all-time greats. Yeah, they do. Uh, the Five Six Seven Eights do a cover of that. Oh yeah, that I love. And that's I'm like, another yeah. killer riff. You know, that's that's uh, that's another one of those that you never forget. Nope. You know? I mean. Uh, what else did I put on there? So you have uh, Blue Velvet. Oh God, yeah, Blue Velvet with uh, with Ori Orbison doing in Dreams, a candy-colored clown they call the Sandman. What a creeped-out movie! What a creeped-out soundtrack! Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was my one from the from the eighties or whatever. And then you have Psycho. Oh yeah, the the freaking the uh, the violins, man. You know, you can't, you don't forget that those yeah. freaking crazy ass violins. And Bernard Herdman was like, I didn't know. know if, I didn't think that the soundtrack carried the whole movie. No, um, that that was part of it. I was like, eh, but it's, it's unforgettable. Good. Yeah, it is unforgettable. But it's unforgettable. That that whole like that whole thematic thing with the violins is like insane. So nice. I guess that's it. I don't know if I have if I missed you have, anything. Uh, Journey Through the Past and Deliverance as honorable mentions. Oh, well, yeah. Journey Through the Past because it's a Neil Young movie, which is which is funny because the soundtrack might be better than the actual movie. And the soundtrack <laughs> is like a kind of a mess, but it has some really cool uh, snippets of them recording live in the studio, mm. and it has some Buffalo Springfield. The movies, yeah. I, I just recently uh, I found never a copy of it. Of it. It's it's the most drugged out movie. Well, I'm not gonna say it's the most drugged out movie. It's the most drugged out '70s rock and roll documentary you're gonna find. He's like really? running around stoned and self indulgent, and it's 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 best viewed as a when I saw it as a midnight movie nice. right after Yes songs. Shit. <laughs> best viewed really late at night yeah. when you know when you're in like the mood for it. But it's a it's an interesting soundtrack. And what was the other one that had uh, on Deliverance. Oh yeah, dueling banjos were. <laughs> I actually nice. saw Deliverance as a double feature with The Exorcist. Really? So, yeah, when I was a kid, like when I was 16. Wow. So you can imagine the 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 uh, the, the, great, the horror you came out of. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I've never been the same since. So, but yeah, dueling banjos. <laughs> nice. Gotta love that stuff. So yeah, that's it. That's, so that I'm sure there's real, a million others. Yeah. But, you know. So okay, as I always pitch. Please uh, log on to our Facebook and uh, group and let us know the soundtracks that yes. we've missed, or send us an email at zenbone at hotmail dot com, and we will be happy to read it on air and let everyone else know what we missed or what you and your sure top we, ten. Sure, we've missed millions oh, of soundtracks. There's a lot of good soundtracks out there. But uh, yeah, there you go. All right, we're gonna take a quick uh, trailer break, uh, in which I will play. Let's see, what's the name of this one? I don't even know. Just oh, play it. The love, the love Thrill Murders. So that's going to be the trailer we drop in. And then when we come back, we will we'll talk about our movie of this week, which we've teased the hell out of. No more teasing. Yeah, no more teasing. It's time for the vampires from Japan to land. In that, we're talking about Goki, body snatchers from hell. Forest <laughs> is motion squirrel! wanted them jailed. Six torture victims wanted them dead. All the sadomaniacs wanted was one more night for the most brutal orgy in history. bunch of young kids and turned them into a cult of savage blood freaks. And then he took them on a 
a full-speed orgy of revenge. The sadomaniacs wanted to see what made the beautiful people tick. So they took them apart. And that was, uh, yes, an interesting trailer. The Love Thrill Murders, or yes. whatever the hell it was. That movie that I haven't seen, so I should get around to see it. Yeah, well, according to that thriller, or according to that trailer, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah according to every trailer, that movie's awesome. So, so anyway, it's gotta yeah. be. All right, now, as we said before the break, this was the, the, this week is Goki, the Body, Body snatcher. Snatchers from Hell. Now, was he ever referred to as Goki in the movie? Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure where the name comes from, and there was no Body Snatchers from Hell either. Uh, okay. It's just one of those things where they retitled it in some wacky way. It's funny, because I read that this movie was actually <laughs> released in 68, but it didn't come to the U.S., Till like '77, playing drive-ins, and it said wow. it said from a the production company was called Pacemaker Films, formerly were distributors of pornography. So there you go. This Step must up. be their first delve into just bringing something over. They probably paid nothing for yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I saw this a poster with a double feature of this with um the what's the one <laughs> the stupid one the bloody pit of horror, and it's like that's yeah. another '60s movie. Now there's a bad movie. Yeah, overall this movie is a kind of intriguing you can tell it's low it's low budget but it's yeah there's a lot going on in it um <clears throat> definitely influenced by uh, mario bava the yeah. colors and the uh, thematic and oh yeah yeah planet of the vampires would have been a, an influence on this movie so yeah we, we start out uh they're just in the plane already right i think we well we see that wonderful orange sky <laughs> from uh yeah from from kill bill no actually kill <clears throat> bill took it from this movie yeah where the uh, where they're flying and this this the birds start the like sky is orange yes from the inside of the plane they're looking out and there's this orange sky and there's birds are committing suicide by smashing into the uh, there's something smashing windows. into the windows it looks like yep and there's throwing blood all over everything which is kind of unsettling pretty pretty rough you know? yeah when you're, 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 you can sense that something's wrong here you yeah. know the sky is orange and the birds are killing themselves. Even though we're once in while Florida here, we see some weird, weird little orange skies or whatever. Yeah. But maybe uh, we're getting attacked by body snatchers from hell. Oh God! We just so don't bad. know it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, so, anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> along this flight, we start meeting the people one by one, <laughs> and uh, you know, they're mostly despicable. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Yeah. There's, <laughs> and they uh, some of them turn despicable actually, or turn kind of at least shitty or whatever as oh, the movie goes along. This. This movie really suffers from the like the over villainization. Like yes, like, yes, yes. <clears throat> these people are like scum of the earth. They they become the worst people ever of every you know. profession. These are the worst. <laughs> the worst politician. The worst uh, psychiatrist. The worst. Uh, yeah, you know. and the one. Yeah, like so. You start meeting them one by one. There's there's one. Uh, um, Gaijin on on board. This is a Air Japan flight. There's one yeah. cracker woman who's who we can't stop hearing about her husband that's died in, in Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam. This movie should really have a big, bright, flashing neon sign that goes message, 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 because <laughs> they kind of wrap a message around a board and smack you in the back of the head with it every eight or ten minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. Anti-war and how we're killing ourselves, and, and it's how all true. We are. But this doesn't do anything very subtly. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. Even the colors are garish. Yeah, and like it goes. Crazy. It takes you to these these shots of war. Whenever they mention war, it takes yeah, you to the, the. They do the uh, the what you might call it the compilation of pictures or. Whatever. Oh yeah, and it's the ones with the burned babies and the yeah. raped women and the skulls and the death and the flamethrowers and shit. And you're like, oh my god, please stop. Please stop hitting me over the head. Yeah. I understand now. War is bad. Yes. 
And if I was allowed to vote, we would never have a vote war. But they don't seem to call me up and ask me. Yeah, so, not yet anyway. Yeah, right. Anyway, so we meet her. There's the, 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 the pilot and the co-pilot and the stewardess. They're all just generic. Um, yeah. I'm here to fly a plane and serve you drinks. Uh, <laughs> there's the there's the the con- there's the congressman and then there's the arms dealer and then the arms dealer's wife, wife who's like he's pimping him out yeah he's pimping this, her out to the co- to get a gov- to get a government contract yeah. this dude gives his wife to the congressman like for sex and all the time and you're like Just oh so my you god get the deal and you're like okay so you're disgusting then there's this dude that's all in white with his sunglasses on obviously a hit man who doesn't have any luggage and blah, blah, blah. So apparently he's the one who, well, here's the, the weird part about the yeah. stuff that, the, the stuff that relates to today. They're looking at a, a newspaper and there was just an ambassador that got yeah, killed. Got, We're very weird that, you know, that yeah. just happened or whatever. Well, I think the guy dressed in white, wasn't he supposed to be the guy who killed him? Yeah, he was the assassin. And then, yeah. <laughs> and so, and then there's another guy with a bomb on the plane. Yeah, he's like, and he, it, the reason he's got a bomb is because there's no fun anymore. He's bored, so he, he's just going to commit suicide so he by blowing up. Blow you know, again, this is something that could happen today. There's a bunch of yeah. rejects that are doing this stupid crap. And that's why originally the, the the pilot gets a call to turn the plane, or, or they said there's a bomb on your plane. Yeah, find it. So. In in this in the course of this search, that's when they find the gun from the assassin. So yes. they don't think that there's a bomb, but there is still this guy with the bomb. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, th- now that's the other thing. This this plane only has eight people on it. You know, yeah. um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just let it go. You know, yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's a small cockpit. This is the kind know. of this is the kind of movie where you let stuff go. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. it's a B movie. It's a B movie. It is, but it's a very well written. Well, I don't even like the acting in it, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's, a, hard. it's, it's a, good. When you're watching it, it's it's enough to keep you moving. Uh, you, you know, your brain it's doesn't go... It's fast-paced. It doesn't bore you at all. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. So, okay, while they're searching for this, the that's when they finally... The, the guy, the, the assassin, pulls out a handgun and takes over and says, Oh, by the way, you're flying me to Osaka. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Okinawa. Okinawa, Okinawa yeah. Instead of going to the normal flight, he said, you're going to fly me to Osaka. And, or Okinawa. O- Okinawa. Sorry, everyone. And that's the end of it. <clears throat> and he rips the, the radio out. Yeah, right at the point where they were going to tell them that <laughs> flying saucers are invading Earth. So, yeah. Uh, you know. So, uh, then there's this, the orange turns really, or the sky turns really orange, and there's a, a that, UFO. Yeah, that blue, white glow, a yeah. UFO. A UFO does a flyby, and... That everything goes out, blows the, yeah. it blows all the instruments out, and they and the plane crashes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the pilot dies, or the co-pilot dies, so that leaves the pilot and the stewardess, and then the, some of the people that we talked about. Of course, this is a movie from '68, so the plane is a model, but it was done well enough. I mean, it you, was you can, okay. You can dispend your belief because knowing what yeah. the era this movie was made, you or could whatever. tell it was a model. But it was a good but, one. But but like all Japanese. Yeah. Like the model work is really good. Like yeah. they they seem to really I don't know what they do differently but their models actually seem to work pretty well pretty much. for the time, you know. Not always, and but whatever. And I mean, when you watch these movies, when I was a kid and I didn't know any better, I was like, "Oh, look, this is cheap looking." But now you watch them and you enjoy the the model work. Yeah, you know, it's you great. You see it as what know. it is. You know, you don't expect it to be as good as you know We're, something yeah. done today. You see it for what it is, and you appreciate. It for We're what so it used is. to shitty computer CG stuff. Yeah. That it's nice to see something. You know how much work went into it. Yeah. You know. Well, except for Birdemic. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> so now, the now they've crashed, and the the assassin is also dead. Or so we think. Some people actually died. The co-pilot died. I think a couple of people actually right. died. And some of the yeah, some of the cast that we don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's also a probably psych- the nicer a, one. A psychiatrist lived, who was like this this like creepy psychiatrist yeah, that liked to delve into what the worst parts of humans and yeah, shit like that. Like an very weird guy. Very um yeah, <clears throat> just odd. And. Uh, well, who else do we The got? American the, woman. The American woman is still there was, alive. There was the, the, the wife, the the arms guy, the uh, the congressman, yeah. the pilot, or the co-pilot, whatever he was. So we have the flotsam stewardess. and the jetsam of the uh, of the, the, the script. 
And then and then the 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 bomb boy. Yeah, the bomb guy is the first to freak out and run out and blah blah. blah. He yeah. goes nutty, and um, hides the bomb outside, and then but then keeps running. And for some reason, the co or the pilot goes after goes him. Goes after him. <clears throat> this is part of the thing. The co-pilot is like superhero. Yeah, he's he's a good. He guy. wants everything to be good. He wants everyone to get along, and that's not going to happen. Um, but whatever. Uh, then. Um, there's like this, like the rocks come falling down. Yeah, and that happens twice. Yeah, too. it does happen twice. What a coincidence! Yeah, the rocks <laughs> fall down, and he like is he grabs them and he brings them back or whatever the plane. Right. Yeah. So and now this guy's back, but we don't know why. Like there's a couple times in this movie where they, I just let they, him go. They save somebody that's not worth saving, which kind of gives you like the 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 Christ comparison or whatever. Like yeah, you know yeah. he they're they're he. He he's all inclusive, wanting everyone to be saved yeah. when that's not really feasible. But <clears throat> so I forget what happens next. There's there's oh a, well, yeah well, there's a lot of like infighting and well, weirdness. They, well, they, and they come back to the plane and then like they think that the uh, assassin's dead and he actually comes back to life. Right. He goes. He grabs the wait, the, the he grabs the, the stewardess. stewardess and. Leaves you and, know, and he, pulls a gun and says, "You know, you're not going to stop me." So he leaves with her, and then when he's leaving, guess what? They come. They will. You know, remember what they find? Yeah, they find a big orange glowing uh, spaceship. spaceship. There. So there's the aliens, and <clears throat> she does the typical. Yeah. But see, back in the '60s, women fainted a lot, apparently. Yeah. Because they, she fainted um, after a scream. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is where we're introduced to the alien, who is a metallic blob yeah. that splits the f- a person's face open as, and as crawls in, as in a vagina like yeah it looks way. it's very odd looking <clears throat> and he crawls into your brain and then it becomes the alien becomes like the vampire alien and I, and of course we always yeah. say we I hate when that happens yeah it's not very spooky in that you can kind of tell who's been taken over because there's a big slit down the middle of their yeah. forehead. <laughs> now, but of course, <clears throat> later on, somebody the, the later on the woman says, "Oh, look, he's got a he hurt himself in the head." Yeah, and you're like, "What?" So <laughs> now the alien has a human form and he's going around biting people for blood. Um, yeah, he comes kind of picking them off one by one. Yeah, and then the people show their true <laughs> colors. You yeah, know. the the wait the oh, I keep saying waitress. Jesus, the stewardess goes back. They hypnotize her, and she's her. so traumatized she can't tell them what to do, what happened, other than just randomly screaming and passing out again. So the psychiatrist hypnotizes her to get the truth out, and then they they don't believe it anyway. And that's when Spazoid, the bomber guy, goes ultra spaz and yeah. runs off again or something like that. It, it, yeah, now, now it starts to get silly at some point. You right. Know? There is a lot of arguing on the plane inside, and a lot of people kind of reacting not normally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now, I they, realize... They, 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 they act in real caricature, almost stereotypical Yeah, they're, they're like way. hinky. They're like weird. Like, they go over the top with like how with whatever, and I, I don't think people would be that nutty. Yeah. I mean, you're you're in a situation that is really over the top and bizarre. Earth yeah. is getting invaded the whole nine years. They don't even know about that, though. Yeah, but they didn't know about that. But, yeah, they don't even know about the vampire yet. They just heard about right. it or whatever. So yeah. it's very strange. And then they're kind of getting knocked off one by one. Yeah, so the vampire shows up at the plane. <laughs> and the woman, the, the American woman comes out. And she goes, oh, my God, he's... He's he's got a gash on his head. He's he's less off like husband in Vietnam or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. this yeah. is the one that was like okay, too much. Yeah, so they bring him in. Good move. Yeah, right. And of course, you know they're trying to they're trying to you know revive him, and unfortunately he comes does come back to life, and he. Yeah. Uh, Who does he take out on this one? Oh God, who does he take out? He takes out one of the guys. I can't remember. I think which the guy. aerospace guy or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, the aerospace guy. There was a couple guy, extra yeah. dudes that were kind of like drifting around in here. You didn't really get to meet them, and but you knew they were kind of just fodder. Like, I mean, it's kind of cool because when he bites them, the people kind of turn blue. The lighting turns blue, yeah. and it makes them, you know, like he's like. But when he bites them, it almost looks like he's giving them a hickey, though. So it's, it's very homoerotic. <laughs> you know, like, I, I prefer my vampires to be uh, biting in on women's necks. I don't know why. It's just one of those things where I'm like... It, it's very strange. Eh. He's got that gash in his head, and he's biting a guy in the neck, and it looks yeah. like he's kissing him. And it's it's, just, there's a lot of weirdness going on it, It's here. a very psychedelic, weird movie or whatever. It's 60s. You know? You know? Yeah, it's definitely 60s, yeah. It's Japanese 60s, which is... is 
crazy. Which we didn't, you know, we didn't tease in the beginning of the show. Yes, we which forgot we about it's a Japan month. This is uh, Japan month. The beast from the east is unleashed in November. Yeah, so we're doing four. <laughs> yeah. Count of four. This is one of one of four, which we will be revealing as the weeks go on. As so. as the weeks go on. Yeah. If you're a weeaboo, or if you like uh, Japanese cinema, then you might want to tune in each week because we got the movies for you. Yeah, so, um, anyway, so the vampire kills this guy, he take, I, I guess he takes off at this point, and they're all, like, you know, fighting with each other or whatever, and they're like, okay, you know, what we gotta do now is, uh, we, we gotta throw, we gotta, uh, one of us has gotta go out, because yeah. I, I wanna watch and see if this is really a vampire. Two of them say that, like, they wanna lock somebody out and, and like, give him, a, give him, sacrifice him to the... To the vampire. In that case, I'm like, what? The psychiatrist what? said that, or, or the psychiatrist and the and the congressman said that, or whatever. Crazy. So then, of course, they pick the the American woman. Yeah. They go, oh, she's a foreigner. No one's gonna miss her. I'm yeah, like, right. Wow, come on now. <laughs> so being a gaijin in America, so Japan course, is a tough. tough so of course, be- being an American woman, she does what American woman would do at this point. She grabs the rifle. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that that was representative of what would happen. And she just shoots the guy in the arm. Like she's just the pilot the, in the, 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 the pilot, the only good guy. And she locks her, him, and the the stewardess <laughs> in the cabin or whatever, you know. And then in the meantime, they decide to throw Bomber Boy out. I that's I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, this is actually kind of realistic, and I don't really think there'd be a whole lot of discussion about when like that gun would have been going off. Yeah, you know what I mean, if if if, if there's a bunch of foreigners and they're like, throw him out. If I have a gun, oh, yeah, I'm going to blast somebody. Ass, Somebody's going to be dead, and then I'm going to say, anyone else think that's a good idea? <laughs> and I bet they'll say no, because, you know. So so they decide to throw Bomber Boy out yeah, for the he, kill. And he goes completely spat. And, of course, he brings his... He br- there's a bomb outside, or he brings his yeah. bomb with him or whatever. So yeah. instead of blowing up the vampire, which is running around during the day, he ends up blowing a hole in the... Uh, yeah, in the fuselage. And, yeah. and he gets killed, too. He so. is... He is the spazziest of the spazzes. This guy, oh, yeah. this guy is kind of like one of those almost cartoonishly like wacky and weird and talking like an idiot and yeah, running around. Yeah, like, yeah. It was good when he died. It was a good day. Yeah. You know? So, uh, so, so while they're while they're like talking about what's going on or whatever, and they're like, uh, you know, discussing uh, the 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 concubine, not the concubine, the the woman, the kept woman. Yeah. She goes into the back of the plane, and then while they're talking in the front or whatever, you know, Mr. Vampire guy just starts draining her, you know. Yeah. Or, well, no, he doesn't drain her of blood. I don't think he does. It, he takes her over mentally. He like, takes her over mentally, yeah. Well, it's, it's a good scene because you see in the foreground them talking about stuff, and in the background you see Vampire guy. He, show, he closes her mouth, and he's grabbing her, so it's interesting, like, the way they did it. So he takes yeah. her off. To to go see the the wizard or the uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she clicks her heels together three times yeah to go see the uh, spaceship and I you know at this point I'm thinking okay well they're gonna make her into a vampire lady or something like that but at this point you don't know what's going yeah. on so then all of a sudden the the crew finds out that she's gone and they go out looking for her and then when they go out looking for her all of a sudden she appears like at the top of a mountain speaking in that weird gokimoki whatever the guy's name is voice telling them the whole story about the earth is getting invaded and you're all gonna die this is all because of your uh, infighting and and, you know you know know, you've never been able to figure it all out and you're horrible and we're so much better (laughs) they really lay it on thick in this one this is the part where you're like Jesus okay enough let it go man yeah yeah we're so much better because we're just going to kill you for being killers or whatever yeah it's like oh yeah thanks you know you're so great so anyway actually she gives her speech She's in a, in a kind of a cheesy looking effect. She she falls over the mountain, or they push her, or yeah. something happens, and you can see it's a dummy flying. So, or this, this is so like ragdoll dummy yeah. physics here, you know. So and then when they go up to that one, and then in a cooler effect, when she lands on the floor, they go, "Oh my God, what's what happened? What happens?" They turn her around. She kind of like disintegrates into like some psycho looking sand, yeah. sand, you know, woman or whatever. I guess that they suck the life out of her or whatever. Yeah. You know? It was kind of. The one inconsistency that I didn't understand was whenever there was um <clears throat> later in the movie when they when they go and they they see what's happened there's various like 
we see him drink the blood from people and they just die. And then we also see them, some of the people turn into sand and blow away. Yeah, yeah, Some of yeah, them yeah. are skeletons, like... Yeah. There was, like, three or four different it's end just throwing results. Out whatever yeah. cool effect they had. Hey, yeah. I got a cool effect. Yeah, that was a skeleton, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just weird. Like, they didn't go with one, like, when this happens, this happens, and this happens. Yeah, yeah, It was, yeah. like, sometimes they're dust, sometimes they're skeletons, sometimes they just lay there, you know. And, and I'm wondering what, what audience this movie was aiming for. Was it aiming for kids? Was it aiming for adults? I don't... I know, this is a... A hard one to figure out because it had to be horror. It was a yeah. horror movie, yeah. I don't think it was a kids movie, even though it got shown like in the creature feature, yeah, shows or whatever. So anyway, I guess yeah. after this they go back to the plane, and then the American woman and and uh, the uh, the congressman like decide they're going to take off or yeah. something or other. You know, they they take off. Well, doesn't he lock everyone out? At yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He yeah, the 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 one the congressman goes full on um, like evil. Yeah, he he flips the switch. Now he is like Monty Burns evil. Like yeah, he's yeah. pushing people out and locking the door. Yeah, yeah. He's locking right. out everyone, and you know he's complete nut job. Yeah. You know? And the vampire, at, <clears throat> the vampire is there, and the 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 pilot and the stewardess are locked out. But they get away from him somehow. I forget. No, I, I think I think what happens first is like the 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 woman and the, uh, the American woman and the uh, and the. Uh, uh, and and the congressman take off, don't they? Uh-huh. And then when they're running, they're running away. She's got the gun with them. They come into Vampire Man. Right. Oh, and, and they shoot him a couple yeah, times. Yeah, she, and and she of course, this time she can't shoot. Right. She can't miss. She misses him by just that much, like five times. And, you know, he kills he kills both of them, basically. Yeah. You know, he gets them both. And then when he comes back to the plane, the pilot and the stewards are the only people left. They right. they they decide to take off and there he is again. And then they burn him. They they yeah, burn he, him with jet fuel. Yeah, because I thought I, at first I thought when he was grabbing the bucket, he grabs a bucket. I was like, what is he throwing water on him or something? Is that like the vampire thing or whatever? And it was it was jet. I fuel. saw it. I saw a glimpse of it the scene before, and I was like, oh, the jet fuel. And then they came back around. Oh, you did. I see saw it. The, like okay. in the bottom corner that you could see the blue because right when they came off the plane. There was that leak, and they were putting buckets under it, uh, and then it came back around to it, and they they doused him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And lit and him up, but then he just went to the next guy. Yeah, yeah, whatever, a, a dead guy. <laughs> yeah, he just he just took over, you know, the next guy. No, that's right. The lady got killed, but the congressman lived, I think, and he right, came back. That's right. right. She she took the hit, and he came back to the. He came back. He threw to, her at him. Yeah, he threw. Yeah, that's right. He, he threw like, her at he him. He like pushes the girl at the vampire and runs away. Like, I was so, like, oh my god, so this guy's the, the worst. So, so right, yeah, the congressman comes back to the plane, but the the, the the captain and the stewardess just take off running. Yeah. After they kill the vampire. Yeah. So the congressman comes back to the plane and he sees there's nobody there, but all of a sudden the 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 guy who was dead, the uh, tech guy, all of a sudden just yep. slit opens up and you know crawls into his head and then he kills him yeah the blob comes back in and he does the so, whole nine so yards. now it's a different guy but same alien same and, uh, same alien dude so <laughs> so then um he goes I think he and then after he becomes an alien he just ends up walking to the spaceship and yeah he like, just goes to the spaceship and they take off and they take off now that leaves the only two survivors were the only two good people which yeah, is kind of cool which is good uh, the, the, the pilot and the stewardess and they run over the hill and there's civilization and they're like, yay. Yay, we, we can escape now. And then they come up, and then they see uh, the line of cars, and everyone in the cars are all dead. Yeah, they're all dried up or whatever. <laughs> but then they're like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? So they go to, they see a hotel there. When they go to the hotel, everybody's freaking dead. And that's where, that's where there was the various states of it being killed, and you're like, yes, uh... there's a skeleton, there's blue people drained Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like weird, you know, dust people... So, so whatever. So now yeah. it becomes the Walking Dead or something like that. They run out. They keep running together. They run out onto a, a sh- the shore, and they do a slow pan pulling out, and then they show the Earth, and all there's like hundreds the of these spaceships. spaceships are coming. So happy ending, folks! <clears throat> yeah. Yay. You know what? It was very subtle, but I I liked it a lot. Where they showed the Earth, and then like. It turned red, all, and then it went away. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, so like, th- like to signify that they they took over. Yeah, you know? it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, this is probably. I mean, I can't <clears throat> think of too many movies that are such a 
so bleak as this one. I mean, I know there are some, you know, like The Exorcist, but even that had a hat. I think she got cured at the yeah. end. Yeah, this is a pretty bleak one. I mean, it's, it's I I really wish more movies like would end like this. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> the, yeah. I want that is the inevitable conclusion. I want to see. Yeah, you know. Usually, American movies don't do that. They Usually, don't. European oh. movies or whatever, because people don't want to be bummed out at the end of the movie. They want to hear if if the hero doesn't win, at least have them save the day. But the hero didn't even save the day. It's like there's no yeah. there's no hope. No, at this point. and there isn't. And sometimes that's the truth of it. You know, <clears throat> and if this is an American production, oh, the aliens would have came and then they would have caught a cold and then they would have died. Yeah, and, they would have out of the plane. <laughs> you know, and some bullshit like that. It's always, I really kind of knock. Uh, American movies and and uh, for being so formulaic that it always is a happy ending. Well, in know? the past, I don't know about now anymore. No, it's still the same. I don't know because that Walking Dead show, <laughs> boy, I don't know. There's, there's, I don't, I don't think I've seen anything grimmer than that. TV oh, really? Show. Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe it'll start a a realistic. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if about a realistic. I just, it's just a different way of seeing things. Right. I guess. You yeah. Know? I don't know how, which. which which viewpoint is more realistic? But I get see because I, I years ago I remember I was wanting to write a comic book story <laughs> and it was a similar ending to this. And I remember a couple of people go, "You can't do that." And I'm going like, "Well, why?" You know, yeah. it was because you're gonna bum everybody out. I go, "Well, it's just one story. You know, right. you can write another story and somebody else can write another story. This is just one vision of it." That's how I, I like see it. I like Easy Rider where the two, the heroes get blasted. Yeah, that happens. Like yeah. You know, I, but I also like when the hero wins too. Oh right? yeah, I mean, it's I'm all not, it's all different right. variations or whatever. You know, you so, know there, there's plenty of European movies where the hero wins at the end. Or, yeah. You know, and and even even Asian movies or whatever. So it's all good. Yeah, really cool. So I guess now the big the big question is what uh, what do you what do you give this one? You know, I was going to give it an eight, but since I, I gave it a seven point five, just because the characters were just a little way too over the top. For yeah. Me. But it's a definitely a definite great one to watch. If you can find a copy of it, which you can find in, on YouTube, you can see it. I think it's in pieces, but you know you can watch it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm I'm struggling with it. I noticed that I'm giving a lot of sevens and eights. You know what I mean? And I, I would say this is like an eight point five for me. You really um, liked it that much? Good. Well, good. Cool. It was it Good. was comic in some parts and, yes. and the message stuff really got on my nerves a little yeah, bit yeah me too yeah. Um, I don't go to a, I, I shouldn't say I don't go to a movie for a message I I, I don't mind I like them when they're subtle I don't Subtlety, need to be yeah, punched in the it. face over and over with something yeah, you know of course but, uh, yeah. yeah it was fun it was a fun movie um, it was wacky enough that you that it's enjoyable it was suspenseful enough that you wanted to keep watching you know. Yeah, no, it holds your attention. It's not boring. There's no scene that you can go, okay, fill or padding. You know, it's just moving on yeah. and on. You know, this so. is a tight. And and it's cool when they're in the ship and it's in in the in the in the in the airplane and the monster and the vampires there because it's kind of like claustrophobic. You know, yeah. it kind of has that cool <laughs> feel to it. So. That was one of the one of the first things I thought about when this plane crashes. I was like, well, the first thing I would do is leave the plane. I'd, yeah. I'd go out. I'd start a fire. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, I wouldn't stay on a plane that was crashed. I would get out of that damn plane. Yeah. I hate planes. I don't hate them. They're just, as soon as I land, I want to be done with the plane. You know what I mean? Right. And I think when they stayed on it and everything, I was like, oh, my God, just get off of the plane. But they wouldn't, you know, and... It was a, it was it was a very intriguing movie. I and, liked it a lot. And the women were all good looking in this movie. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, very. very they cute. were very pretty. That weird part. Oh, there was a part where like the congressman was was when he comes back to the plane and he starts making out. Yeah, with he's the, like <laughs> that was strange. It's this ugly little guy grinding on this pretty woman, and then the, his her husband is in the back. Like watching them, and he goes, "Here's some whiskey," you know. Yeah, that was creepy, man. That was just about as creepy as the vampire guy. I was like, "Yeah, it was." It was. That was a strange. And scene, the, the yeah. congressman is the atypical uh, Japanese style, where balding with the comb over and the thick glasses, and very th- small and frail, and very like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, 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 and very uh, resolute in He's all. He's got his, that little thin mustache. Yeah, or almost, almost the Hitler, but the, not the, the freaking the the horn rim glasses or whatever. Yeah. You know? And then he's just hammered on this chicken, and she was pretty. Yeah, she I was. I mean, yeah. she was pretty. She's uh, the one that's on the that shows up on the mountain, giving that sermon on the mountain. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the hell the 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 the, but they, whatever the sermon <laughs> on the mountain he was talking about. I almost wonder. I almost wonder how close the uh, the real 
Japanese text is to what we. Yeah, I have I, to because you know sometimes I don't know about the subtitlers. I guess they have professionals doing oh, it. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I've seen some t- some subtitles done by non-pros that's like they really? don't even match. They don't even match. No, there's one movie that I wanted to watch that I had gotten, and it was uh, some Jungle Woman movie, and the, the woman's beautiful. She's naked at the whole nine yards. But whoever did the the fan subbing, it wasn't it wasn't like it really didn't match. I mean, you'd see the subtitles and nobody's talking, and then a minute later they're talking in Italian, and you're going like, why didn't you? Usually yeah. they're, they're usually they're in the same realm as the talking, but this one was like, dude, no, I know, not good man. For a while, I thought about trying to get into it because uh, uh, like I learned, I'm learning Japanese and I really enjoy it. <clears throat> but to get to that level where I could do that professionally is, is I, it would take me forever. Yeah, because you, know? you know I know Spanish, and when I see somebody subtitling English into Spanish, it's like, no, that's not what they said. Yeah, you're paraphrasing. But then again, if I was in the same situation, I would probably not use the same verbiage as well you know, and, and there's a lot of sayings in Japanese that just aren't there right and there's a lot of sayings that maybe somebody <clears throat> vice versa you know there's, there's like a Spanish person from Spain <laughs> might say something a South American might say something a Caribbean person might say something so yeah. it, it it matches but it, it's not going to be exactly the exactly. same exactly so it's cool but very good movie but we did see uh, the dubbed version of it which is kind yeah. of fun so next week as we say continuing the beast from the east unleashed it's going to have Sonny Shiba in it. Yes. It's Sonny a time Shiba. travel samurai Sonny Shiba movie. So it has everything I like and nothing I don't. So we'll say, uh, what is it called? Sayonara? No, gee, oh, so we'll, okay, well, that's just the teaser, and we'll say Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs>